You've got it tuned to the rendezvous. Bonsoir, bonjour, welcome to the rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. My accent is French. If it's the first night you join the rendezvous, bonjour and bienvenue. Welcome. We talk about love. We talk about relationships. We talk about my story and yours. Just like today, I was at lunch with a friend of mine. He's in his 20s and he met a girl at college that he likes a lot. And he didn't know how much text a day can you do to somebody without feeling like you're invading your space since, you know, they haven't kissed or anything yet. But he likes her like crazy. He said in has a crush so i told him listen one text at a time unless somebody's answered the first text don't send a second text with another question that's too much so anyway just a little piece of advice that goes for all of us i'm going to open up my phone line for you now at 855-905-8255 if you have a question just call me it's simon marcel Bonjour, it's Simon Marcel from The Rendezvous, 855-905-8255, if you have a question about your relationship. Marie, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, um, Marie. I need some help. Sure. <laughs> so, this guy that I'm dating, we've been dating for maybe three months now, uh-huh. and he's great. I, I really like him, and I haven't met his father in person, but... I have uh, FaceTimed with him, mm-hmm. but his dad will call me. He'll call me at least once a week and check in and see how our dating life is and what we've been doing mm-hmm. and want like a blow-by-blow account of all of our dates together. Really? Yeah. And I, it just, that seems odd to me. I've never experienced this before. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of getting to the point where it's too much. I don't, I don't feel comfortable telling him everything, and I don't know if I should tell the guy I'm dating. Yes. You know? Okay. So, um, Mary, I think that uh, first of all, it's not normal that the father reaches out to you every week and want to know everything. That's abnormal. And so, I would tell my boyfriend if I were you, here's what's going on. Uh, I don't want to offend your father, but, you know, I just think that it's our private life. It's our private relationship. And we don't need, we're not little kids. We're not teenagers. We don't need supervision from our parents. So have you boyfriend tell his father to kind of lay back about this because that's his father. Because that's just not yeah. normal, right? It's like a way to watch every step you do. So I would have this conversation mm-hmm. with him and I would not be embarrassed. I mean, just say it like it is and, and tell your boyfriend okay. to tell his father that's enough. Okay. Okay. I'll have to have that talk the, with him. <laughs> the, the word privacy is part of, of the relationship vocabulary. Yeah. We need privacy to grow relationships. So that's the word that he needs to learn. Let you have your privacy. Okay? You always deliver. Thank you so much for your advice. I do what I can. But thank you so much, Mary, for listening to the show and calling in. And good luck to you Have with the talk. Good luck. I appreciate you. Thanks. Yeah. Have a good night. Have a good night. I have a very different point of view where the family and the parents should be in a relationship, the right distance. So stay with me. That's coming up next on The Rendezvous. Bonjour, it's Simon Marcel. You're listening to The Rendezvous. You know, I just had this call. This, this woman had some trouble because the father of her boyfriend started to like text her and call her too much. It just made me want to give my opinion about this point. When we date somebody, we need space from the family. And I don't want to rush it meeting your family right away. And I've been in sometimes in situations, maybe you have been to, where you really like the person, but you want time alone with the person. It's the first couple of months. You don't want to meet the parents. You don't want to meet brothers and sisters. You just want to be with that woman for me. It was just like, and that precious private time is the root of the relationship. And we have to respect that. I know it's maybe not politically correct to say that, 
but I wanted to share it with you. I think we all need total privacy at the beginning. And then I'm so happy to meet everybody else. But at the very beginning, I just want to see you and you only over and over and over. That's how I see it. And, and maybe I'm wrong. And we'll, we'll talk more about this next on The Rendezvous. Bonjour, welcome back to The Rendezvous, Simon Marcel. I'm talking about the fact that when you start dating somebody, maybe like me, you want total privacy. Meaning, I don't want to meet the family and the friends for the beginning. I want to be with you, with you only, all the time to get to know you. But I know, you know, maybe I'm the exception. Trisha, bonjour. Bonjour. Uh, you've been dating Patrick for about eight months. Eight months. So personally, how fast did you want to meet his family and friends? What was... The beginning. I, I always like meeting the family like kind of early on, but I met Pat's uh, mom, I think on our second or third date. It was just a high or you had a small talk? Or oh, I, I hung out with her. Oh, you did? Yeah, I hung out with her. Ideally, would you want to meet family and friends at the beginning, a couple of weeks in, or like me, you, you need a couple months really spending most of your time with him alone? I'm okay with a couple of weeks. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Trisha. I'm maybe old school. I just want you for me. I'm selfish like that. I want to know you and enjoy you. And then I'll share again with your family and friends. Uh, you call that next on the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Thank you for listening to the rendezvous, Simon Marcel. Date or dump? I've got Dina on the line with a question. Bonjour, Dina. Hi, Simon. I love your show. Thank you so much. What is going on? Well, this is a first date I went on with a man mm -hmm. and there was a, like a blackout. I don't, it was the heat and all the power went out mm -hmm. and we're on this date and it's dark and he goes to the trunk of his car and he says, oh, I have these t-shirts. It'll be a novelty. People are going to buy these to remember this time and this heat. It was something about <laughs> being really hot in, on the t-shirts. And um, he said, do you want to help me? And <laughs> I mean, I'm fun, but it was just kind of weird. Like, why would that be more important at that moment than, you know, having a date or, or taking care or being respectful to me? Right away, he went to, like, to make money. I mean, it was kind of fun, but it, it was just very weird. So I don't know if I ever want to see this guy again. So did you actually help him out with selling the T-shirts or you just didn't? I did. You did? Yeah. And was he a gentleman and share some of the proceeds with you and the money made? Uh, well, he, he bought dinner. Okay. So, I mean, that's a bit strange. I've never heard a story like that. But uh, do you like him? How much do you like this dude? I, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. It, it was kind of fun. I think you should give him a chance because this guy's a bit bizarre and strange and it, definitely not boring. So, no. I mean, and, I, and you know, and so many dates are so predictable and it's nice, but this kind of is out of the blue. The guy says, let's sell t-shirts so they can remember when the yeah. power I kind of like this crazy dude. So You do? Because I think it's funny. I just think that it's one of those things that, hey, listen, until you call me tonight, I never heard a story of a date like that. Really? Ne but never. So I say we should, you should give him another chance. Now, if he does it again... That's the last time. If you start selling, you know, peanuts or ice cream or, <laughs> or cold water on the side of the street, well, then that's the last chance. But I think the first time, I mean, the, I give him credit for being a good marketer and okay. uh, he paid for dinner. So uh -huh. let's give him a second chance. I say date. Okay, okay. I will. Okay, please. And I'll then, let you know how it turns out. Please, because this is a unique story. So thank you so much for sharing that. I mean, oh, that, thank you, Simon. That was too funny. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. If you think that story was weird, wait to hear my story about a special date that happened on a hot night in Paris. You don't want to miss it. Stay with me.
Simon Marcel, welcome back to The Rendezvous. So I got this story when this woman went on a date and the guy started selling T-shirt because there was a blackout. And then she was wondering, should I go on a second date or not? I said, you should go for it. I think this guy's an original. But something different happened to me on a date. And here's the story. Way back when in Paris, I remember it was like in the summer, I had a convertible car. We go on this wonderful sushi date. And after that, I don't know if she had too much sake or something, but I was driving. She was staring at me in a weird way. So I kind of said, what, what, what's going on with that? And then suddenly on, the, on there was a red light. I stopped and she licked my whole ear. I was so surprised. I was disgusted because I didn't like that at all. But I couldn't believe it. It was like one of those nights talking about weird thing. Don't you remember a time yourself when you were on a date and something like this happened? Just think about it. Well, if somebody lick your ear, trust me, you don't forget it. That was the first and last time ever. <laughs> but I'm not the only one in this studio who has a crazy date night. So next, my producer Adam's going to tell you what happened to him on this crazy date night. Stay with us. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. You know, in that studio, there's great producers team, Jill, Trisha, and Adam. Adam just has one of the craziest stories ever. Adam, why don't you share with us what happened on that date? Yeah, so I went on a, a second date with a girl a couple years ago, and she mentioned that she likes sports, so I brought her to a professional basketball game. Uh-huh. And the first time uh, the home team scored a basket, she got up and yelled, Touchdown! And I went, what? And then the second basket, our team scored, touchdown. And then every basket afterwards, she would get up and, and yell, touchdown. And everyone look at us like we're crazy, right? <laughs> That's what she did. Yeah, touchdown, touchdown, over and over again. It was driving me nuts. <laughs> All night long. All night long, touchdown. What happened at the end of the date? I went home and I left her there. And did you say touchdown when you left her there? No, I said, see you later, I'm leaving. Oh, that's a tragic story. <laughs> Sorry. That's Adam for us. All right, uh, let's go back to hear some love stories on The Rendezvous, some romance, 855-905-8255. Simon Marcel, bonsoir. You're listening to The Rendezvous, where romance is still alive. Let me go to Shona on our phone line. Bonjour, Shona. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good, good. You have a romantic story for me? Something is happening? I know you love romantic stories, and you won't believe how my boyfriend, now fiancé, proposed to me. It was wow. breathtaking, hardworking at the same time, but T- it was tell beautiful. Me. Tell me. We went on a hike. We went camping with his sister and her boyfriend, so I didn't think anything of it. Mm-hmm. We went to a trail that was about, it took us six hours to get up there, but it was a lake view. When I'm talking about clear blue turquoise water sunset the sun is shining mm-hmm. the water is is i can't even explain how crystal clear this water was mm-hmm. i'm thinking we had to filter water so i'm not thinking thing of it i'm walking down with all of us together to filter the water for our camping because we're backpacking right and he has rose petals going down the rocks he found a location that's flat surface and I just start crying. And I was like, I cannot wow. believe this. I'm walking down. I start crying. And uh-huh. he tells me that he wants to spend the rest of his life with me. We've been together for five years. And it was the most breathtaking experience. And the pictures are unbelievable. They look photoshopped of how <laughs> beautiful this location was. I, no, I love that story. What was the most romantic second? So the whole thing is romantic. Would you say that was the moment my heart melt? When he said, 
I can't see my life without you and that I've worked really hard for our relationship. It was like, you, uh, we've gone through our, it was enemy relationship, goes through their hard times and good times. Sure. For him to acknowledge that I've worked hard, that I've stayed in it, that I want this to work, uh-huh. meant the world to me and seeing him crying. I didn't expect him to cry when he proposed. I knew it was going to be me crying. <laughs> right. But seeing him also get shaken up, because it's also something huge for him to do. Of course. It was amazing. Well, congratu- first of all, congratulations to both of you. And, and I love that story. These are the magic words of love. And I'm glad that's why I do this segment. We hear all the love stories happening in America every day, every night. Thank you so much, Shana, for that story. That was beautiful. And congratulations. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a good night. What is the most important part of a proposal? Let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. When you think of you getting engaged, what's the most important for you? Is it the size of the ring it gives you? Is it where it is, the location, the destination? Is it what you guys are wearing? Is it the light? Could be sunset, could be sunrise. Is it the, the season he picks to do that? Is it the perfume in the air? What is it that makes an engagement special? Think about it. If it was for me, the day I will get engaged... The most important for me will be what we say. Because after we say, I love you, the second most important is, do you want to be my life partner? Do you want to be my wife, my, my husband, my partner? Those are the words that are the consequences of true love. That's the most important for me. But let's go back to what's important for you. Go vote at my poll, therendezvousshow.com, what's most important for you when it comes to the engagement. Your emails are next on The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonsoir. Two ways to reach out to me during the show always. The phone number is 855-905-8255. The other easy way is to email me your question at The Rendezvous Show. And my producer, Trisha, will read it out loud for me. Bonjour, Trisha. Bonjour. What do you have? So this is an email from Corinne. Okay. She says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Corinne. I think there's something going on between my friend's boyfriend and his female co-worker. Mm-hmm. Whenever they are together, which is pretty often, they stare at each other a little too long. They touch each other like people in love do. Okay. And it's just really obvious and super inappropriate. I honestly feel like they're having an affair. Mm. I haven't talked to my friend about it, but it's something that's been on my mind ever since I met this friend of his. Should I talk to her about it or just mind my own business? Ah, Corinne, that's a question that... It's going to be important to answer. So stay with me, and I'll answer that next on The Rendezvous. Bonsoir, Simon Marcel. When you have a question like Corinne, who emailed me at therendezvousshow.com, you just do the same. And basically, she's really worried because one of her girlfriend's boyfriend is apparently too close to somebody he works with that Corinne is watching and seeing. And then she's wonder: should I interfere? Should I tell my, my girlfriend about this? Or should I mind my own business? Have you ever been in that situation where, you know, one of your friends is being either cheated on or maybe you've seen something inappropriate and you don't know what to do? I've been in that situation more than once in my life, and I don't transmit toxic informations. One, I'm never sure of anything. Two, unless I'm asked, I don't go to people and tell them, hey, I've seen this and that. And three, because I believe that's other people's business, not my business. 
And I don't want anybody to tell me those things, so I don't want to tell you those things. Just like on this show, I don't call you at home or in your car and say, hey, you should do this or you should do that. If you call me, I'm always happy to talk with you. But if you ask me, then I can answer. I will never take on me to tell a friend of mine, my brother or my sister, hey, I've seen that. You should be watching out. Because, hey, maybe it's not true. And two, if you're wrong, you create a disaster. And I don't want to transmit any toxic information. That's just me. Call me Frenchie if you want. Or maybe you agree with me or not. I'm going to do a podcast about this because that's a deep question. Should you tell a friend there's a risk they're being cheated on or mind your own business? And for that, you just go listen to my podcast, La Confession, on our Heart Radio app. But to Corinne, I said, mind your own business. Don't tell your friend anything unless you ask for that. And yet, even if you ask, it's better to say nothing unless somebody's in danger. More of The Rendezvous is coming up next. Stay with me. Bonsoir, Simon Marcel. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I, you know, I always, always say thank you because I feel very grateful that every night you're spending your evening with me. It, it means a lot to me. Uh, if you like this show, I want to I promote a little bit of my podcast tonight. I have this cherry on the cake of The Rendezvous, this cerise sur le gâteau, as we said back in, in France. When it's all about relationship and stuff we talk on this show, it's also being talked on La Confession which is my podcast on our Heart Radio app. And it gives me more time with me and my producers and guests to talk about things that I want to talk more on this show, but it's uncensored, longer, and so like fuller version of this. You don't want to miss it. Thanks again for a wonderful evening with me. Thank you for listening and, and being with me on also social media, therendezvousshow.com, for your emails, your questions, for your love stories. Thank you, thank you, thank you. In French... Merci, merci, merci. Et à demain. See you tomorrow. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show.